Speaking of simple, let's put our minds to work. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. He's a pirate. Um, pretending like we have a video podcast. Ty lost his eye last week and now he's got a eye patch. But I'll introduce you later. Oh, sir. Not my time. We're back. You know what I realized? I do this all the time and I wouldn't be surprised if there are people who listen to this show on a weekly basis and they don't know what my name is because Hmm. there have been countless episodes where somehow I'll record them, edit them, post them. And then when I go back and re-listen to it, never do I say my name. That's... Is that a sequel? Is that a sequel to Call Me By Your Name? Never Do I Say My Name? Could be. If it's not, it very well could be. What is my name? My name's Taylor Gaines. And I'm the next sole survivor. Just kidding. Never applied. Oh, it's one of those things you say you're going to do and you never do it, you know? Mm, Most things in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make a mean joke, but we're not here for that, you know? Mm -mm. We're not here for that. Although... I don't know what your money's on for what I'm going to use as an intro, but I guess I'll go with this one, despite what I just said. Survivor is the glue holding our relationship together. (laughs) It's Tyler B. Commons. I'm here, and much like Donathan, I'm ready to drop truth bombs that no one's ready to hear right now. So let's just jump into it. I'm ready. Truth bombs. What was he doing? I don't know. He Uh, had a very interesting episode. Before you say that, just in case people don't remember... I'm not just saying that Survivor is the glue holding our relationship together, even if that might be true. That was a quote from Kellen talking about her brother saying Mm -hmm. that Survivor was the glue holding their relationship together. So don't make Kellen angry. We'll talk more about that. But Donathan, oh, sweet, sweet Donathan. (laughs) We get to start there. What what do you do with him? We might as well start with him. You... You can't contain him because I you can always only have hope this to hope. control it. <laughs> yeah, you can only hope to control it. And he seems like he's on a rampage and ready to strike, ready to make a big move, but maybe tried to execute it in one of the worst possible ways I've ever seen. So I really wanted to give Donathan the benefit of the doubt. Mm hmm. He effectively comes out, you know, we've got it down to the point where it's Wendell, Dom, Sebastian versus Kellen, Chelsea. Angela. Angela. (laughs) I know, it's hard to remember her name. Um, I'm surprised I remember Chelsea's, but I guess it's because I just watched her spoiler uh, Ponderosa video. Um, Mm. But, and we'll talk more about how that male-female split happened in a little bit, but Navidi's officially broken. It's the three guys versus the three girls, and Laurel and Donathan are in the middle. And uh, Ty just died. He's on the ground. He's <laughs> coughing up blood. Um, <laughs> coughing into the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have fun editing that out. No, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it all in. It's late. I'm just going to let it roll. Sweet. Nonstop going. <laughs> oh, just, what was I uh, talking about? You're talking Survivor? about Survivor? And Navidi is no longer Navidi strong. Well, but what I, I we're, we'll get to that. But what I wanted to talk about was Laurel and Donathan are in the middle. Mm-hmm. We've talked endlessly and endlessly about how you always want to be in the middle because you're making the calls, calling the shots. 
we get to tribal and Donathan just instantly starts telling everyone there's a crack. We've found it. It's time to make a blind side. Let's do it. You can't. Why? I don't, I don't know. You can't make a blind side. If you tell someone they're about to be blindsided, that's not the way it works. But here's the thing. I wanted to give him credit. This is what I was about to say that he maybe, maybe just maybe they were smart enough to say, okay, let's sell Wendell and Donathan. We'll show that we are with them by our vote for Chelsea. But before that, we'll freak him out, make Wendell burn his idol, and then two birds, one stone. Next week, we can target him. Do you remember a few seasons ago, every time Ty went to tribal council, and I kept trying to say, I think <laughs> this was that. strategy. This is that. That's where the argument you just made. It was a player who we want to succeed but I don't think actually has the makings to be a successful player. Well, but here's the thing. And and I say that building to this, he outed himself on Twitter, proving that he had no idea what he was doing. And I retweeted this from at on the Island pod Thursday morning. He said, I wasn't trying to make any idle flushes happen. I truly wanted to make Navidi feel the heat. Malolo has felt almost the entire game. His motivational tweet and I'm only reading part of this, but it says, those tribal truth bombs were to show that you don't need an idol. Your biggest power can be your voice. But his truth bombs was his, but his truth bomb, holy smokes. But his truth bombs. <laughs> but, his truth bombs not- but his truth bombs, but his truth bombs, but his truth bombs, but his truth bombs. All right. I'm jealous of your non-speech impediment life. They weren't played well because all they did Okay, in order to make this move work, the move that they were trying to orchestrate where Donathan and Laurel were going to hop over to the girl side, take away the power from Seabass, who apparently has some, and Wendell and Donathan, or Wendell and Dom, you don't do that by making them feel nervous. Wendell was already getting the read on Laurel. There's a couple clips of him saying, look, I can see this coming. And then Donathan gets to Tribal and just blows it up. He lets them know that they want to make a move and make a splash and break up this Navidi powerhouse. And it happened, but not because he played it correctly. Well, but here's the other thing. None of that happened. And I guess to Donathan's credit, that's worth pointing out. And, mm-hmm. and another tweet he put out is, as Laurel wouldn't flip. So there was no need for me to either. At least I tried. Um, shots at Laurel, I guess. But <laughs> she was never going to flip. And I said this when I was watching the episode because I think halfway through she had a confessional where she said, you know, I know I can't beat the guys if they get me to the end. And I know I can beat the girls, but I don't know if they can get me to the end where the guys can. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I knew she was not going to flip. She's too far in their pocket. And that's what I wanted to get into with Wendell because despite these weird almost clueless attempts at making him feel the heat he did not play his idol Mm. and I think because there are so few people left and as I'm sure we'll talk about there are so few good players left or at least people who have a chance to win that I actually want to jump into our power rankings right now like I think we should just hit it hit it or quit it number one is Wendell and for me that's because we always talk about when people go home with idols, you look like an idiot. And this week, I, my mom was actively yelling at the TV like, 
play your idol, you dummy. What are you doing? You have to yeah. play your idol. And he didn't because he knew Laurel wasn't going to flip, I guess. And for that alone, I wanted to give him number one for the week for having everyone in the country yelling at him to play his idol, not doing so, and squeezing on by. Yeah. So he's not number one for me. I've got Dom up at number one just because the way Dom handles every situation with a cool head, he looked around in tribal, he won immunity, so he knew he was safe, but he didn't really go into crisis mode because I think he knows, and we touched on this a little bit last week, he's eventually going to have to cut Wendell loose because Wendell's such a strong player. So I think even if the vote had gone Wendell, Dom would have been in a safe spot. And I think I think he's banking on that. I think he's smart enough. Just like Wendell, I think Wendell sees the game big picture. I think Dom just sees it a little bit better big picture. So I had Dom one. And then for the reasons you're saying, I have Wendell at two. So I mean, obviously I have Dom two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just a matter of time at this point when one of them flips on the other. I think it's probably fair to say the season would be disappointing if anyone but Dom or Wendell wins mm. because no one else appears to have done the work to deserve such a title. Yeah. I mean, my number three is Laurel just because she was the only Malolo who through it all managed to bury her way into the Navidi side of things without anyone knowing. And that's worth something for the outlasting portion but she's never gonna be the two guys who have been in control the whole time and we talked a lot last week about how this has been a season without any big moves essentially and i just it's just kind of a bummer because we're at the point now where I, i don't know what could happen down the stretch that would make it abundantly interesting and it's not it, it's not like last season where the editors were tipping their hand on who was going to win. It's just like they have no other choice. Who else has done anything? And from every interview we've read for the last three or four weeks, everyone knows that Wendell and Dom have an idol, but they're all waiting for this moment that's just not coming. No, the opportunity is slipping by and no one's stepping up. Just to cap off my top three, I also have Laurel. But I think Laurel isn't in a distant third kind of the way you're spinning it. Because while she's with Wendell, if she makes the flip over to Dom's side and helps kind of orchestrate an eventual Wendell downfall, I think that's a big enough move where if she knows it, she can pull that off in final... You know, if she makes it, this is all hypothetical. But that still only gets you second place. But does it? Because you can talk about the biggest... I made the biggest move at the end of the game. I was on a losing tribe. I stuck with these two guys when at the opportunity for eight people, I could have flipped on my closest ally and voted him out and gone with these other gone with these other girls. I could have turned on Michael uh, more directly. You know, I could have tried to sell it that way. But the subtlety of her game, I think the only thing she's lacking is that big move. And she had the opportunity this week. And because I'm not sitting there, maybe she knows eventually she has to make the move. But right now isn't she the time to. to make the move. She, well, she—I ha- mean, she has to realistically if she wants to be Dom or Wendell. 
And I, Tell but I, be- I believe it was Donathan this week that said, I don't want to regret not making a move. And it's just hard to think they're not going to regret it because they're getting down to the point where there's just only so much game left. And I guess I, I like the argument of being the one Malolo, but like, it's, a, I just don't see how that gets you past these guys who have been powerhouses the entire time, just dictating every single vote. And when it comes down to it, you know, to the jury, they're just using her as another number. Like to her, it looks like this brilliant move, but to them, it's like, this just further solidified our control. I just don't know. I I don't know what you do. I do think we got a definitive answer this week to is Kellen good at survivor? Mm -hmm. I think the answer is no. Yeah. I think you mentioned last week that, Despite what she says, she seems to be playing based on her emotions. Mm -hmm. And boy, was this week more evidence of that. Yeah. She's not playing good down the home stretch. And you see how emotional she's getting in her interviews when she's, you know, on the verge of tears. and And like, it's great. I love that she's invested in the game this much, has such a strong desire and passion to play. But that's becoming a detriment to her because she's not able to calmly go about something. I think she tried and she said she needed to do that this week, but it didn't work out once Donathan blew her up in tribal. Well, but even before that, when the girls' rebellion was starting, I wrote down, you know, normally I'd never say to make a move based on emotion, but in this case, please do. (laughs) Like, I need something to happen. So it... It was double-sided, but, I mean, she just reacted so poorly to the reward choice, which was very stupid, and opened the door for them to do that, but she just didn't sound like she was in control, which in one episode you could forgive, but in the context, I think it just makes it seem like she can feel the game slipping away from her, and she's desperately trying to bring it back, and it's just too late. Well, sure, yeah. The last three or four episodes, she's had not really the best moments of her game being shown. And like you said, it culminated this week when they had a boys club go off to reward challenge with the loved ones. And she was <laughs> I'm also like, not sure why she was mad at Wendell about that. It seemed like a weird place to put her ire. They were all like, oh, Wendell's going to Ghost Island and that's taking one of our spots. But... They really should be mad at dumb Sebastian who <laughs> picked three guys and left all the girls. Like, it's 2018. What are you doing? <laughs> it's 20. That'll. I mean, <laughs> if he doesn't have another female friend out there, like, is Sebastian close with Kellen? No. Is he close with Chelsea? Maybe. I don't know. Is he close with Angela? I'm going to guess a strict military person and a beach bum are not close. There's just no present world where he does that and they don't go back to camp and say, oh, I can't believe you took all the guys, all the stupid guys. Like, there's no world where that doesn't happen. And I don't I don't know if he... Ugh. Given the interviews that I've read since other people have left and talked about him, I don't know that he knows what he's doing at all. And, and despite his quotability we've barely heard from him in an endless amount of time so just a weird guy for this show although you know we we got the weird stuff with his sister from jeff which was coupled with the first time i think i've ever heard jeff cry but before we talk about that i guess it it just (laughs) it was kind of he was like 
What does it feel like hugging your sister? <laughs> I'm I'm it was just physically strange. cringing over here. For those of you that can't see it, Taylor is feeling much more creepy than he felt even saying that. I felt creepy watching it. I don't know. The family visit for the most part was fine, you know. Yeah, there was a moment during the family visit where I wrote down because they focused on Wendell and Wendell Sr. For a very long time. And in my notes, I said, either Wendell's going home or Wendell's making final tribal. Well, they focused on Dom and his wife for a long time, too. They did. Well, see, but it wasn't time-wise. It wasn't as long because it was much more emotional. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Wendell and Wendell Sr. got a lot of camera time. And I said, okay, either they're setting it up for him to go home, which is brilliant editing, or they're setting it up for him to finish top three top four like we expect you know so well, yeah and i mean obviously no one's ever gonna top sunny lauren's sister from last season that's yeah. that's as good as a family visit as we're ever gonna get just the uh i'm not running <laughs> i'm just walking <laughs> i think we should have a whole season of rimmers survivor rimmers i was thinking how funny or fun would a season of survivor siblings be where they do two (laughs) tribes but it's like siblings going against each other oh god me and my brother would instantly be in opposite alliances oh for sure (laughs) that's it would be fun until the merge happened like pre-merge i think it'd be an awesome season to focus on the challenges and get back to like the season one through five emotions but after that it would it wouldn't be good i don't know i wanted to say the interesting thing was jeff did admit to entertainment weekly that he got choked up during angela's uh meeting with her daughter and Mm -hmm. you could hear it on tv it was kind of weird i i mean i think it was fishback that made a joke that family the family episode is typically when jeff has to pretend he understands human emotions (laughs) but like he legitimately got kind of choked up and i did too when angela curled up and kind of went into a ball at the mention of sacrifice or whatever which was a funny contrast with dom and his wife Kristen, because she was literally like i've talked to him every day for 20 years and i don't know what i don't know how to deal with not being able to talk to him and yeah uh my parents actually said the same thing because my dad was in the military and they were just like oh god she would be a bad military wife (laughs) (laughs) angela angela's moment was very touching and very heartfelt I actually really enjoyed that because we talked about it in her preseason. She's coming off a long military career and sort of a split and kind of like Stephanie, not Gonzalez, but the fun one, discovering who she is. And to see that culminate with her daughter coming out and her daughter being so mature and able to handle her mother in like a positive way. I thought I saw a great glimpse of how good of a mom Angela is and how she's just one of those people that even though she hasn't been fun and hasn't been great on the show, I think in real life where previously I said, I don't think I would like her this human moment, as I like to call them really showed that (laughs) she, uh, she cares and she's not this militaristic like i gotta get the job done i'm gonna go in there and blow the doors down and kick butt and take names she was like i'm out here and i'm playing for my family and i'm playing for these things that i care about read all about it ty commons relents says he actually likes someone that could be the first time i know 
No, I think she's getting a stealthy third place edit, honestly. She downed the slug. That was exciting. She's Mm -hmm. had this moment. She... That's all I can think of. She but those are moment two moments. Early on. Yeah. Well, that was, but she also had that third one early on where she said, like, she was just picking at the, at the fire or whatever. That's not the right phrase. But she was picking at an alliance trying to get it to blow up. I think it was probably around 13 or 14 people or something. She had a little five minute spiel. Yeah. She became a person to me today instead of a number and i think some of the characters and some of the people throughout seasons can just be kind of a number and she made that transition for me today from just someone i really didn't care about or someone i didn't worry about to someone who is relatable and has a a story and someone that you're not just gonna kind of sweep under the rug is yeah there's angela she played this season Wow. Yeah, I mean, you spent more time talking about Angela than Wendell and his dad got screen time. So <laughs> I think I, I believe you. I believe you. It's almost fitting that we've made it, what, 20, 25 minutes into this episode. And we've not really talked about the person who got voted out because Chelsea also didn't have much to do on the season. I think she had maybe her first confessional of the season this week, if not one of her first four or so. Mm-hmm. and home she goes i mean yeah <laughs> we talk about it all the time she's the best at challenges where you stand still but the one where you got to be the most still she mm-hmm. lost it yeah and she got her two immunity wins uh she'll gladly take credit for the bradley vote out if you read her interview and also dom's mid-season interview that he did i th- can't remember with who but there's one site that does like a merge interview with one castaway and he conceded the same thing or he said the same thing that they threw the challenge that got Bradley voted out him and Chelsea specifically planned to throw this challenge and oh wow weird that we didn't get that tale at all on television but cool move for her and I think I mean this is just from her words but in her interviews it sounds like she laid low in the first half found her way through, threw out a couple names to get a couple moves to go her way, and then planned to start winning immunity and making big moves in the second half. And honestly, if she had pulled off this vote to take out Wendell, I wonder if in the editing room, the season would have been crafted completely differently. Sure. I mean, her Ponderosa video, when she's you know walking over to get weighed in or whatever, she said... People were starting to see my game come to fruition. Uh, she felt like she had made the shift from sort of wallflower to a prominent contender because she thought she was going to be able to take, you know, the mic route and just win out until she made it to top four or something along those lines. Yeah, I just think unlike JP or like Sebastian, where there's clearly not a lot of there there, I think <laughs> even though she might not be an interesting reality tv character she might actually be good at survivor i think there's a world in which one move goes her way and the season's edited completely differently to show this rise of chelsea or whatever yeah i agree i mean i wasn't sad to see her go probably because she wasn't given much screen time i don't think she really had many memorable lines she didn't she did get the episode title this week a giant game of bumper cars See, every time I watch the episode and I look at the title, I try to listen for it. I couldn't. I just didn't hear it this week. I don't know why. When did she say that? At Tribal. Oh, okay. By then, I was probably trying to fix my computer. 
So we won't talk about that. We don't need to. I mean, she had a similar edit to Sunday, our friend, and she had a similar quote in The Hollywood Reporter saying, you know, it's frustrating. I feel like I did more. It's hard to watch, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But proud of my game. Proud of my game. Ponderosa was a, was fine. Yeah, I noticed her Ponderosa <laughs> almost lackadaisically was edited the same way the season was for her. You know, it was like a couple conversations with Chris, and then she's like, well, I'm going to have a family game. No day. real personality showed through it. Mm-mm. Uh, we got to see just generic her hanging out on the island. Uh, she kept talking about how she needed to recover. So I really think her head was in the game, even though we didn't get to see it. Because remember, she said... She would sit around at the dinner table and wonder, are these people lying to me or telling me the truth? Oh, no, wait. I'm not even in the game anymore. Of course they're telling yeah. me the truth. She had to remind herself for like three See, or four days. It took her a while to get out of the game This is the thing mindset. about Survivor. This is the thing about Survivor, Ty, and it's true of life. Oh. Everyone is the star of their own story, you know? Who's, who, do you spend, who do you spend 24 hours a day with? Yourself. No one else. Mm-hmm. Of course you think you're playing Survivor well, unless you're Sebastian and you have no idea you're on Survivor. If you know you're out there, of course you think you're winning or you've got this grand strategy. You're probably constantly thinking of, if I do this or this or that, I'll be in the winner's seat, as they Mm. call it. (laughs) And it's as simple as that. So not an exciting, eventful episode particularly, but, you know, just a continued dominance of Wendell and Dom. Mm, I just thought of a nice pun. I'm gonna have to save that. Save that for later. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, okay. So, just as a big picture thing, I I was thinking of this during this episode because obviously Chelsea won a couple immunity challenges. Does winning individual immunity mean anything anymore? I think if you can win enough, yes. I also think, okay. Short answer: Yes, it does mean something because tonight. I think they wanted to send Dom home. But once he won immunity, you saw the disappointment on Chelsea's face. You saw the disappointment on Kellen's face. They knew they had to alternate. Time and time again, we've heard from people voted out that everyone knows that Wendell and Dom have immunity idols. And it almost seemed obvious that they were targeting them because when he lost or when Dom won the immunity challenge, you could see Chelsea on the bench like tilt her head back like angrily like yeah. they were obviously playing out in the open like it wasn't a secret like they made it try to seem like but i think it's, so it's not like they were looking over but this season has been and maybe this is why it's less fun than when it was in the beginning i think everything starting with navidi strong has been too transparent the lines have been drawn too sharply we know how votes are going to go we know who's working with each other. We know who the swing votes are, but they're not actually swing votes. They're not. Donathan and Laurel yeah. haven't made a move. I think Donathan wanted to, but in the end, and he just ended up sticking with Laurel, and Laurel ended up sticking with Wendell. So it's kind of. I think it's hard to add drama where there's no drama. Well, I think where they fall short to me is adding in like thematic depth to the show because early on in the season it was kind of fun to pick apart those good episodes and say like well obviously the thread they're playing with in this episode is you know sabotage or or self-destruction or whatever it might have been like we Mm -hmm. talked about a few of those themes 
in the first few episodes of this season but now i'm like trying to piece together these things and it's just like incoherent on that level where you know they mentioned this idea of sacrifice with angela they kind of play around with this idea of shooting a shot so to speak and <laughs> making a move before it's too late and but they don't really commit to a theme on an emotional level that connects everything in a way that makes an episode like the stephanie vote out interesting even though it's predictable you know mm-hmm. and i think so i'd like more of that i guess is my is my point more yeah. threads tie it all together make it make it a cohesive story not just a boring tale of two guys dominating but it's it's hard to weave that in because we talked about it early on we were like man they got some good players but last week honestly jesse as she loves to be called brought up she doesn't think that this was a good cast she doesn't think that they got people out here that know how to play or they got people that want to play well see they just went for i I think the cast we have left is not good i think the Mm -hmm. first half of the season we had a pretty good cast and we talked a little bit about that last week with those guys and girls we'd like to see return as second chancers potentially Mm mm-hmm but the people that are here now, I mean, they're not right, l- that good. <laughs> let me let me break it down this way. You're a Spurs fan, right? Let me break it down. You're a San Antonio Spurs fan. People love the San Antonio Spurs because for 15, 20 years, however long Pop's been their coach, they're going to play basketball their way, and it's slow and methodical, and it's effective. That is Kellen. Kellen's going to play slow and methodical and effective until it gets blown up. You know what I'm saying? No one is running around making friends. No one is running around trying to stir the pot. Everyone's saying, okay, I came in with this strategy. I'm sticking with this strategy. Nothing's going to change. And unfortunately, no one is LeBron James hopping from team to team as his whim desires and giving us something to root for or against. Everyone's just holed up in their camps sitting there but not a basketball podcast not a basketball podcast as we always like to remind ourselves we should do like one basketball podcast during the finals just to see if anyone would listen it would be fascinating because i don't really watch basketball i mean i know how it works i like basketball i've played a lot of basketball but it would basically just be me parroting the main storylines and you telling me that so-and-so is actually a bad basketball player or something (laughs) yeah you're right it wouldn't it wouldn't go well but that uh, that's the point i'm trying to make is the (laughs) that's the point we're trying to make is that if we did a basketball podcast it wouldn't go well but we do a survivor podcast and it goes pretty well it does go well but yeah so backing up my point (laughs) the players right now have such a boring script dom is in such a powerful controlling spot he doesn't have to change his game probably until he's in final tribal wendell doesn't have to change his game laurel's the only one that has sort of had to play so they're the warriors and the calves the war the warriors and the calves are making the finals you heard it here every year Ah. for the last 10 years gosh i really hope it's boston houston we're not a basketball podcast all right take (laughs) us to take us to the next subject i've rambled on this analogy long enough i mean i'm kind the only other thing i wanted to mention as a query is if Donathan and Laurel did flip, who gets credit for it? I think Donathan deserves credit for it. I think Laurel takes credit for it because 
of her social graces. Well, see, because I think there's a third option. Neither of them. Chelsea takes credit for it. Or Kellen or whoever, you know? Mm. Like, they say, oh, these two were with Dom and Wendell the whole time, but then I flipped them. I don't know if that would work, but just a fun thought. Yeah, I think Donathan really wants to make a move and wanted to make a move. Obviously, this was filmed months ago. But he's not. And Ty's brain broke, so that's about it, folks. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) But he's this week. He's coughed up blood. He's shut down completely. And we've talked a lot about basketball. So Ty's mind is in other places, and now he's gone. Now I don't even see him anymore. But he's not capable of taking credit for the move that he's trying to orchestrate. If that, there we go. Final thought. That really is. On that Donathan. really is all, all we got. I think. I think so um, too. There's only a couple more weeks left of Survivor, so make sure you stay tuned. Follow along. You know where to find us at On the Island Pod at On the Island Podcast dot com and uh, other places. Wait, are you doing the outro right now? Keep going. Go. <laughs> Oh, I was going to let you do your whole thing if you want. No, 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 no. I was excited. Keep going. Plug. Oh, Ty doesn't like talking. I forgot for someone who does a podcast every week, Ty does not actually like talking. But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I mean, what you should do and listen, I'm going to I'm going to get nice and nice and close to the mic so that you can hear me. Just go, go write us a review. Go write us a nice review that says, wow, these guys sure are great. Here's looking at you, Ernest. Yeah, Ernest, what are you doing? (laughs) Write a review already. (laughs) For real, man. Ernest, number one fan. (sighs) I love you and I hate you so much. That's all I got, Ty. Oh, you're talking to me. One of these days, I'm going to learn how to end the podcast on a high note. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, wow. (laughs) All right, guys, goodbye. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's not just gonna be like me sighing into the outro you know even last week i noticed as i was editing it that it's literally me sighing you and jess laughing and then music playing <laughs> what a bummer what a bummer i am no people love our personalities they may be dull and boring but they love them <laughs> <laughs> you could say we're the chelsea's of the podcast world <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Ugh, too much. No. She's going to come on soon. No Just offense kidding. to Chelsea. I'm strictly talking about her TV personality. So goodbye, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Come back again next time on the island. This has been your pilot speaking. Land the plane, please. <laughs> <laughs> what do pilots say at the end? Uh, this has been Delta Airlines. Now that we we're floating in the water, I uh, hope you know how to swim. <laughs> g- 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 goodbye. Bye, everybody. On the island. On the island. 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 You wanna be a survivor if you wanna live here on the island. You gotta talk about the show if you wanna live here on the island. Are you gonna survive when you're gonna be a living alive on the island? And you're living a survivor on the island. I'm not good at making these things up as well. <laughs> that is-